Hey, what's up, guys? Here on the Fire Sports Pod, where everything we do here is fire. You guys know the drill. Uh, our YouTube video on the Fire Sports Pod just posted. Uh, me and Matt. Uh, Matt is also here to join us, Our co- my co-host on the Apple Podcast and Spotify audio show. We got a great four segments for you guys on our show. And then we're going to wrap up to today's uh, Fire Sports Pod show. Uh, and then that will be it, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow with a TikTok. But, uh, Matt, thanks again for coming on for, again, uh, to be my co-host. And this is going to be on the regular from now on uh, because I think we work really well together, and I think we produce really good stuff. So let's uh, let's keep rolling with this. Thanks again, Matt, for coming on. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me out here on the podcast, man. I'm glad to be a co-host now. I think we got really good chemistry. I think we really go into depth about a lot of great things. So, you know, glad to be here officially. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome to hear. Uh, but let's get right to it. So we got a good, we got about four segments for our audio show here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, Apple Podcasts and Spotify are linked. Again, like I said, we did post our YouTube show just shortly uh, before we came on the air. And as well, we do have a website. Um, and you can find that on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's also, we also created our own Instagram for the Fire Sports Pod. So check that out, see what you guys think. And I posted a couple reels that uh, did well for my TikTok on Instagram. So like that up and um, give me a follow. Uh, but other than that, our first segment for today's show uh, is the Yankee struggles right now. We are now 59 and 56. Well, now we are 60 and 56. 60 and 56 yep. now after today's win against the Marlins. Yep, which was a big win. It looked really well. I wasn't able to catch the game, um, but our offense really looked like it was promising, and our defense played much better. Our pitching played much better than um, it has in the in the, in the the last couple games. Uh, but let's see if we can get back on track and what it looks like for a playoff push. So, Matt, I'm going to let you go first and answer my question for this segment. Uh, can the Yankees struggles, can we as a team get out of this struggle and make a run for, uh, for, for the playoffs and through the playoffs and maybe hopefully win a championship? Do you think it's possible or basically this season's kind of over already? I don't know, man. Every day it seems like I lose more and more hope. I mean, we still have somewhat of a chance at the wild card. But I don't even know if we can even say to ourselves right now as Yankee fans that the World Series is within reach. Mm-hmm. Just the way we've been playing all season, just the injuries we've been going through. Nestor Cortez is back on the 15-day I pilot. know, I saw that. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? News came out today. Yep. Absolutely sucks. Mm-hmm. Probably one of our probably the second best pitcher we got yo did they, did you the, hear they said that they, he might be out for the rest of the season as well they might sit him depending on how we do yeah that's crazy man well this is just a disaster i mean we won today judge hit his longest home run of the season the 464 foot bomb that's good i mean we beat the marlins marlins are pretty much the same type of team we are right they're now. they're the same record right now well, yeah, they're sixty. They're sixty and fifty-seven. We are sixty and fifty-six. So, they're basically about the same record with us. Uh, but man, yo, it's just it's just hard to see. We 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 were doing really well in the beginning of the season with Judge firing on all cylinders. Once Judge went down, when he ran into that wall, that was it, man. After that, it just could We couldn't get nothing rolling. And this is dumpster fire. 
Yep, and literally, that's exactly the word. I mean, the it. White Sox series was terrible. We oh, only took God. one game. Yeah, that was bad. We lost the series. I mean, Houston was a tough one. We took a game there. I took two. Or we took two games, sorry. It was a four-game series. I mean, we tied that up. Like, we need to win a series. We haven't know? won a series, I think, in the last six series. We, we went yeah, one, bro. We went just... one and two versus Baltimore. We went one and two versus... Um, Tampa, Bay. Tampa Bay. We went two and two versus Houston, and we went one and two versus the Houston. Uh, I mean the Chicago White Sox. We started off with the series one and zero against the Marlins, but they again it's the Marlins. It's not a really good team. We're kind of in the same boat with them. But at the same time, man, uh, I'm giving. I'm not giving up hope just yet because still got the main man Aaron Judge on the helm. Still got Garrett Cole pitching his 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 mind off. This season, he's playing phenomenal. Uh, hopefully, uh, Vasquez showed something today. He was the first time he pitched uh, starting. So, maybe we have something new with Vasquez. Maybe we can build off of that. Uh, but we see. We just got to get consistency going. That's our big thing. Consistency, consistency is key to I success. I mean, we're in the toughest division, too. Oh, without a doubt. We have the Orioles, the Rays, the Jays, the Sox, and the Yankees at Last place in the ALE, 16-56. We are 11 and a half games behind the Orioles, who are in first place right now. The Orioles and the Blue... Uh, not the Blue Jays. The Rays are neck and neck right now, 71-44 and 70-48. and 48. Rays are only two and a half games behind the Orioles. The Blue Jays are 65-53, and 53, and the Red Sox are a game ahead of us. With a 61-55 record, which is just terrible considering how bad the Red Sox are. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. They had a month stretch where they were really they were the best team in the MLB. They had like a two-month stretch. They were the best team in the MLB win, winning-wise. Uh, but other than that, I think a playoff push is not what we need. And I don't think that's what we should focus on. I think we should focus on trying to get better, trying to get healthier, trying to see different type of things. I don't know what about you, man, but I think Aaron Boone's got to go, bro. His decision-making, the way he is, he's got the most ejections in the league with 31. In the AL. Yeah, he's just he's killing me, man. Every time, he don't know how to talk in a press conference. He don't know how to engage the audience. I mean, he ducks he ducks questions. Oh. Like he's a politician, man. Like uh, I know you ain't you ain't freaking uh, Nancy Pelosi over here, bro. You're not Donald Trump. You ain't on any of these politicians that can like dodge bullets like that. You gotta answer these questions, bro. I'm like, bro, I can be over there and be answering these questions better than you. I mean, Halstein. Burner, fucking cash. Don't get bro. me started with them, bro. This is this team has been. This team needs to be blown office, up, bro. Just, they this just team needs care. to be blown up, though. It needs to be blown up. We're to, we're we're going we're going uh, the route that the New York Knicks went. This team's got to get blown up. Keep Judge, keep uh, keep Judge, keep um, Garrett Cole, and then that will be your focal point um, to restart this whole squad. Like I say, keep Torres, keep Volpe, um, Bowers, and. Um, and Bader, Stan should... I, I really want Glaber to stay. Yeah, Stan should go. Rizzo should go. Mayu, I would like to stay, but it depends if he's on. Um, but at the same time, man, I don't know. This is just getting a little tiring to watch to the point where I don't even want to watch them because I'm it's so... It's just the same thing every year, man, ever since 09, bro. Yeah, I know. So it's ridiculous. Like, bro, that 09 team was stacked. Bro. Yep. And we, I'm, I don't understand how we only won one World Series with that team. Yeah, that was kind of crazy as well. 
All right, well, I think uh, we're just so depressed from the Yankees. I think we got to jump a... Let's get some fire in this because uh, we're, 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 we're so, like, uh, with this Yankees. Like, we don't want to talk about... It's just pure depression right now, man. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's just, bro, like, New York sports, bro, just is so depressing right now. Yeah, the Nets are not going to be good. The tri-state area is just depressing with this. Yeah, the Nets are not going to be good. The Giants are in their way. The Jets supposedly should be good. Uh, the uh, Yankees the Nets suck. The Knicks probably won't make it far. The Jets are going to be good. The Giants should be okay. Uh, the Knicks suck. The the Nets suck. The Nets suck. Uh, the Yankees suck. Mets suck. The Mets suck. That's a lot of. Suck. That's a lot of. Huh. Rangers suck. Yeah, they do. Devils suck. Yep. I mean, Devils are actually—they actually have a decent run. Yeah, the Rangers, I think they're just—they're—they're like, they're just retarded. I don't know. They're, 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 I mean, the De- I mean, the Rangers did just get uh, Kane in the off season. Yeah. Who's uh, a big big pickup? Yeah, but uh, uh, was it in the off season or was it the deadline? I can't remember. I'm not too big on. NHL, but I've been trying. Wait, what did you say? It was it was Kane. What? Yeah, Kane. Uh, no, no, Kane. That was last year. Was that last year? No, he, I swear it was this year. Kane was last year. Patrick Kane. Yeah. Yeah, that was last year, buddy. That was uh. That was, sorry. Yeah, no, no, you good. That was last year. We got a. Uh, we got the. Uh, we got a. Uh, forgot his name. What, what did we get? Or he's a he's a winger. Sorry. Yeah, he uh Not he got a. Uh, he I think uh, didn't uh, Patrick Kane get. He's not on the team anymore. No, he's still on the. He's Rangers. still on the team. I thought he let. Yeah. I thought he got let go. Or no, he joined the Rangers in twenty twenty three. Oh maybe. Oh no, that was um. The other guy. The other man. guy. Um, I'm drawing a blank here, man. So uh, the the Rangers have so many guys that they're. Just... Don't worry, we'll get more into hockey this year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah without a doubt. I mean, we've been picking it up though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'm big in hockey as well. So once we I get... mean, Islanders suck too. That's true. They do suck. Uh, so basically, every New York team sucks except for the Jets, and, and maybe the Giants. And maybe the Giants. That that's about fair. All right, so let's move on from this depressed, depressed first topic <laughs> and go on to the Phillies pitcher Lorenz getting traded from Detroit and literally out of nowhere, his first start from getting traded to Detroit to the Phillies uh, throws a no-hitter. Like, he only did, he had four walks and he could have threw a perfect game. Like, who would have thought that? Like, that's that's crazy. That's, that's crazy I mean, to me. They say that Philly energy is special, and I somewhat do believe that, even though... Mostly New York fan. North yeah, exactly. Jersey, I, yeah. I I agree you with know, that we as rep well. New York, South Jersey reps Philly. Yeah. Um, you know that Philly energy. Uh, it helps. I mean, you go from playing a absolute crap hole in Detroit. I mean, it doesn't really get worse than Detroit. I mean, Philly's a terrible area too. But like, at least the fans are passionate and has a rich history. You know. Yeah. With just in America in general being so prideful on that and then just with the sports itself as well you know you know philly is just a sports area you know so i feel like that helped lorenz and you know it gave him confidence in his first start just being in that just starting pitching and feeling good all at the same time while being confident it just pushed him to you know be on pace for you know a no-hitter yeah it helped them 
obtained that, you know. I think it was, what, the 14th no-hitter? Yep. In uh, Philly's history, I believe. Yep, it was the 14th no-hitter in Philly's history. That's that's pretty crazy. That's a crazy mark, especially the first start of your career with the Phillies. Um, but again, off of that, let's put let's talk about Trey Turner's comeback, man. He he's looking like a comeback player of the year right now, man. And he had a rough yeah, stretch, and now his he's... batting average dropped to two thirty seven. I seen at one point. Um, and then a, a famous Philly, uh, passionate Philly fan. That's a I think a broadcaster or a streamer of some sort. Yeah. He um, what he did was he told everybody that was going to be going to Philly's game soon to give Trey Turner a standing ovation. And uh, they did that. And then eventually he just started getting hot again. Like he had a, I think he had a nice uh, double to uh, left field. You know, he had a, he had a walk, he had a single, and then eventually he hit a home run again, you know? And then I think he went three for four in one game. Yeah. And the next game, I think he went four for six. And the game after that, two for four. Like, yeah, he's you know, rolling. He's, start, he's, rolling. Uh, he's starting to get in rhythm again because we've seen him in the All-American or the uh, World Baseball, not the All-American, the World Baseball Classic, how great he was. Yeah. He went from having being one of the best performers for the U.S. team to, you know, being, having one of his worst seasons of all time. But right now it seems like he's starting to turn things around and be confident. And he uh, he's starting to really appreciate the Philly culture there now, especially after uh, his performances recently. Because I seen he bought a billboard uh, on the Philly area on oh, the the freeway. I think it's I seventy eight, I believe. And uh, yeah. he bought a billboard thanking the fans. He said thank you, Philly, uh, with a. That's awesome! I didn't even know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's got that confidence right now. That's and, good. Uh, That's what Philly, you need. I think I think Philly fans are assholes, but I think they love their their sports more than anything in the world, though. Yeah, I think so too. I agree with that. Uh, but yeah, that Trey Turner. I, I'm hoping that he still comes back and he keeps going and he keeps going and he keeps going and doesn't fall off a cliff. Uh, but for our third segment on our uh, Fire Sports Pod Audio Show here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, uh, let's talk a little bit about Curry's camp that was held this weekend. Uh, who yep. stood out in this camp? And who are the people at this camp? Uh, knowing a person is now going to be the future number one draft pick in the 2024-2025 NBA draft, Cooper Flag. Uh, he is a monster among men, literally. He is like Braun Strowman of the freaking high school basketball, how crazy this man is. And if whoever doesn't know who Braun Strowman is, he is a monster, literally, among men in the WWE. And he's huge. So is Cooper Flag, and he plays like he's freaking Shaq, like dunking on like, people. He plays like a grown man that's super athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to be really good. Um, and to be honest, I'm going to go on the limb here, and I and people might say I'm stupid, but I, I got uh, I got Cooper Flag being better than Victor Wembanyama. Wow, that's that's a bold take right that's now. That's my bold take, guys. So if, everyone, if anyone wants to rip my head off, go ahead, but... I think Cooper Flag's going to be better than Victor Wominiana. It's really not because of the skill. I think it's more of health-wise. I just don't think Victor's I mean, going to stay I, healthy. I, I mean, Victor seems like he has been treating his body well. So it does. Better than Chet and better than all those guys that are big like that. But still, I just think Cooper Flag's got the more polished NBA game. I just think that he's 
he's NBA game ready. I think he don't even have to go to college. I think he just can go literally go right out of high school and go right to the NBA and make a difference just like LeBron and Kobe did. Like he's that type of special guy. Uh but we'll see. Who knows? Like that's my bold take for the future. I think Cooper Flag will end up being better than Victor Wembanyama. Um, but again, I could be totally wrong, and uh, Cooper could be a bust, or vice versa. So you never know when it comes to that. Uh, but um, I know you know a lot about the Curry camp. It looked like Curry was doing his own thing as well, working out, um, showing why he's the best uh, three-point shooter of all time. No doubt, no dispute with that. Um, so who were noticeable people that were at Curry's camp, and what did you think of their uh, what what stood out um, from them? I mean, Cooper, Cooper Flag, bro, like, this man was hitting no-look threes. He was shooting threes, bro, and he was turning around just like Curry would at his own camp, which I thought was really special and just shows the amount of confidence this young man has. And just to add another thing real quick, uh, just today, Cooper Flag has reclassified to 2024 class after being originally supposed to be graduating in 2025. So that means he took his all of his prerequisites during the summer, probably doing virtual classes and probably passed them all to get that reclassification to give him more experience at the pro level in the future, which I think was a very wise decision considering uh, how how talented as a, as a prodigy as he is right now with all the attention he's been getting lately been very popular in the news lately you know he played for Montverde you know he's from Maine you know the kid is he reminds me of like a mixture of like Kevin Durant and like Brandon Roy in a way with the shot and then just with yeah. the lethal scoring ability you know he, I just get that vibe from the kid yeah but I agree also, I think that's a good he's comparison he's just also tall he's lengthy he's He's a defender. He can guard one through five. He can rebound. I mean, the kid can dunk with ease. He's sourced through the air. He's got an all-around bag. And he, he just stands out from the rest right now. And I think he's going to be a very popular player to look out for right now. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Like I said, my my uh, my view still stands. I think he's going to be a lot, a really good. I think he's going to be a lot better than some number one picks that's been over the last couple of years. Um, but other than that, I think that's a, that's a pretty cool thing that Curry did. A lot of these NBA players do all those camps to help the the the, the kids out and see how, what they got. Um, but at the same time, uh, let's move on to AR. Wait, wait, can I can I add on? To yeah, Curry camp? go ahead, Matt. Go there ahead. Another, there was another player that stood out to me. What was the other so player? Dylan, so Dylan Harper. Oh yes, we we said we were going to uh, talk about son of Ron Harper and brother of Ron Harper Jr. Class of 2024 as well. He was also at the camp. He was hanging out with Curry. Um, I seen Curry was giving him some advice. You know, he comes from a very heavy basketball background. You know, Ron Harper was a great role player in the NBA. You know, he stuck around for a minute. You know, you got his brother, Ron Harper Jr., Rutgers player. Obvious former Rutgers guard. You know, helped Rutgers make a some sort of a run in the tournament a few years back, taking on Houston. I remember, which was a which was a crazy matchup. I remember watching. You know, this kid 
Dylan Harper, man. I, I did a whole analysis on him. You know, the kid's got it, bro. Like, he comes from a basketball background, like I said. He's a five-star. He's rated number one nationally. You know, he's rated number one overall in everything, nationally, regionally, and in the state of New Jersey, because he is a Jersey boy as well at Don Bosco. Prep Ironman, you know, he's got offers from, you know, Kansas, Duke, Indiana, Rutgers, and Auburn. He joined the USA 19U team recently. Or, yeah, uh, uh, 19, not 19U, uh, 17U, which was crazy, bro. Because, like, the kid, he's got an all, he's an all-around threat when he has the ball. He's got elite offensive game, off the dribble, catch and shoot is unguardable. He's got a flawless handle on the dribble drive penetration. His pull-up shot and his step back is his go-to move, it looks like, after watching his game, doing heavy analysis on that. He's flexible inside, especially in the post, the high post, the low post, the block. He's the guy that you don't want, but rather need while bringing up the ball on the court, bringing up the rock, dishing it out. And he can hold his own on the defensive aspect and as well as on the glass, especially as a 6'5", 6'6", guard. You know, kids got it. He was at the Curry camp. Curry was giving him advice. They got pictures together. It looked like some real work was being put in and then another thing i want to add is some some kid i believe he was a 14 or 15 or 16 year old kid i'm not entirely sure because i didn't do too much research on this he did score a double clutch shot on curry and curry did try and pin his his shit on the backboard but he got curry which was great to see you know the kid's never gonna forget that moment you know it's just something you're always gonna remember especially especially going to that camp in general you know as a kid and just being able to score on someone like that, too. So I thought that was great to also mention here. Zach, we good? Yeah, we're good. You want to pivot to the next topic? Yeah, now, I just man? think uh, I was just giving us time, just in case that you wanted uh, to finish it up. But other than that, I think with Cooper Flag and all that, I think Cooper Flag is uh, is going to be a, a good talent. I think he's going to be, uh, I like I said, man, you guys might be think I'm crazy, but I think he's going to be better than Victor Wembanyama. I think he's just got that skill set and just that want and determination that he's going to he's gonna do it all. Uh, but our last and final topic here on our uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify is uh, Bryce James transferring to Notre Dame and um, Anthony Edwards changing his number and also LeBron James changing his number. And then that will wrap up our Apple Podcast and Spotify show. So, um... Matt, what do you think about Bryce James, uh, son of LeBron James, transferring to Notre Dame, pretty far from um, from home? Yeah, man. Um, Were you surprised? You know, yeah, I'm a little surprised because you know he's a Cali boy. Yeah. You know that's where they live. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, I think they lived in Miami for a bit too. But you know, he, I think he's just more towards that that California type of vibe. He's a West Coast type of guy. So, you know, it did surprise me that he did decide to uh, transfer out to, um, you know, Notre Dame from SFG, you know, because Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks, California, was previously expected to play for Campbell Hall, spent last two seasons at Sierra Canyon with his older brother, Bronny, and he's the youngest son of LeBron James. He is a 6'7 forward you know, he's got LeBron's 
genes, you know, obviously he's got more of a, an aggressive skill set compared to Bronny because Bronny's more of a versatile type of guard. He reminds me of Russell Westbrook in a way. Bronny and Bryce kind of reminds me of, you know, like, I don't want to say a younger version of LeBron. I want to say more of like a like a Kawhi type of player because he, he's got that length on him. He's got big hands. You know, he's flexible on defense. He can rebound. He can get up there, throw it down. And he's definitely got a shot, too. So, good finishing game, too. You know, he can finish, dunk the ball with ease. You know, he's got the height. He's got the length. He's got it all. He's got everything he needs to to be successful in the future. And I hope to see him flourish at Notre Dame. I hope this was a decision that he made to gain more exposure, gain more competition over his game in, in a better way. Yeah, I agree. I hope so, too, as well. I think Bryce is going to do well at Notre Dame. It did really shock me that he went all the way to Notre Dame, but at the same time, he's LeBron's son, so he can go wherever the heck he wants to go. Uh, but he's only 16, so we still got like two more years until he moves to college. Uh, but uh, let's get to our last two. Uh, Anthony Edwards changing his number. Um, and then LeBron going from number six back to number 20, 23 and basically putting number six back to rest um, in retirement. So uh, what the, what was the um, the um, uh, the number that Anthony Edwards is changing from? So he was, Anthony Edwards was originally number one because his college number that's always stuck with him was number five because he played, I believe, at Georgia. He's a Georgia boy, I believe. Um yeah, so apparently he's got a he's got a really good history with no, the number five. Um, it's kind of like his good luck charm. Apparently, when he got there originally, someone had the number. I can't recall exactly who at the moment, so he had to stick with one. But I think the person who had five recently left not too long ago. <clears throat> so he wanted to excuse me. So he wanted to go back to five because you know that's just something that's just always been with them. And I feel like, you know, uh, it might make him better. It might give him more confidence that he has, you know, something special to him that's on his jersey now, you know, because he was kind of forced to just go into whatever number he could, you know, because that's just how it works as a rookie, you know. Whoever's got the number's got to keep the number unless they're gone or unless it's retired, you know. Everybody knows how that goes. So, you know, I just think it was just going to help him gain more confidence on the court. I mean, the guy's already confident enough. It's Anthony Edwards. Crazy bounce, crazy shot, crazy handle. Super athletic, you know, can jump out the gym. He's the type of guy that, you know, he's got that dog mentality. So I I think this is going to do him good because he's got what he's want now, so. Yeah, I do too. I agree. So, with that being said, I think Anthony Edwards is going to do something special this year. I also think LeBron's going to go back to being LeBron with 23. Um, I mean, you really can't get any better than last year. Almost averaging 30 in the triple-double. So um, it's going to be hard to see LeBron now jump back to 23. Lucky I bought a 23 and 6 jersey, so I don't have to worry about that situation. But anybody else, they're kind of screwed. Uh, but other than that, Matt, thanks again for coming on to the Fire, Fire Sports Pod, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Wait, real show. quick. Yeah, what's up? Uh, can we just discuss why LeBron um changed his number back? Yeah, sure. Let's do that, and then we'll we'll finish up. Yep, sounds good. So LeBron, obviously, Bill Russell, 
you know, he was number six. Yep. I forgot about that. Yeah, because of that, he kind of like said, okay, I'm not going to use his number. Let's retire him from good. And let me go to back to 23, right? Yep. So he uh, changed his number from six to 23. Out of respect for the legend of Bill Russell, who passed away uh, about a year ago now, just over a year ago, actually. So I, I applaud LeBron for having that respect for a legend in the game. You know, most rings of all time with 11. Yeah. We all know that player and a coach. You yeah. know, he was a civil rights activist. Yeah, big guy, you know, big guy a, in he, this world. He was a big guy involved with that culture. Yep. So I, it makes me respect LeBron a lot more that he's uh, honoring him by giving him his respect for the number six. Yeah. You know, he, he did a lot for the game, not just... Not just inside the basketball court, but outside in the real world too. Yeah, exactly. Can uh, you guys can never do can never uh, let someone like that go um, go unnoticed. So uh, rest in peace, Bill Russell. And we're gonna end our YouTube, I mean our Apple Podcasts and Spotify show uh, already our our audio show here on the Fire Sports Pod. It is currently twelve fifty six a.m. We are right now on twenty nine minutes going now. Matt, thanks again for joining my co-host. My man, thanks again. We had a great time. I uh, can't wait to do this next Friday. Um, yep, we'll and, be in person probably. Yep, yep, can't wait for that. that. That'll be great. Yep, 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 yep. Finally can see you in person for the first time in since eighth grade, <laughs> which is a, which is something to yeah. say. So, guys, if you if you ever wondering why how long me and Matt have been friends, we've been kind of friends since eighth grade, but we haven't really talked. Or, uh, we been, kind of drifted off. When, yeah, you know, been together to since eighth grade. So. We reconnected, so. So it's gonna be fun next week. So I can't wait, and it's on my but that's on my to do list and my bucket list tomorrow uh, next week. So, can't wait, Matt. And again, thanks again, uh, guys. I hope you go enjoyed our show again. Like I said, we posted our YouTube show just about an hour ago, a half an hour ago. Uh, we did also post. Um, we have our own Instagram, Fire Sports Pod. We do have a website on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, so check that out as well. Let me know in the comments what you think about that. Other than that, guys, that's pretty much it. Uh, enjoy the Yankees game coming up, and enjoy preseason, and let's get this party started. Peace out, guys. Have a great night. Matt, All right, thanks again. take care. You have a good night. Of course. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. All right, so that's it. Here we go. Wait, hold up. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. This is not done. Oh, sorry. Gotta edit that last part out.